Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back to the program. 0457-736-736. Keep those text messages coming in. Really interesting development in the game of professional rugby league or indeed at amateur level overnight in the UK. It's been met with a torrent of criticism. It is going to have implications for the game here in Australia. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Under the headline, NRL urged to monitor England tackle changes. Dan Walsh from Channel 9 Newspapers has explored this in greater detail. I'm happy to say that Dan is on the line. G'day, Dan. G'day, Jimmy. Thanks for having me. Absolute pleasure, mate. So give us an overview. Uh, we spoke about it just now, but give us an overview of what the RFL have done and what they intend to do from a professional point of view for 2025. Yeah, so you're right off the top there. Very interesting stuff. Uh, and from – so basically they've had three years of research. They've partnered with the university out of Leeds, looking at concussion and incidences of concussion, reducing risk, and they've had – I think it was 44 changes recommended to them in the, to them in the end. Wow. So plenty of things going on. But the main ones for English Rugby League, which obviously has, you know, it could well flow on elsewhere throughout the world. Uh, the idea is that next year, 2024, in amateur level footy, the legal contact for a tackle will be lowered from, will be lowered to below the armpit. So at the moment, uh, yep. It's allowed at shoulder height, which means anything below the neck, absolutely fine. And then so next year at community and age grade levels, and that'll include reserve grade, uh, that drops down to below the shoulder in line with what, yeah, the armpit rule is what they're calling it. And then this isn't absolutely set in stone. It's a recommendation, but the, the, the research recommendation that's been taken to the English Rugby League authorities, is that this comes in at Super League from 2025, which, as we know, is the second biggest professional competition in the world. Yeah. So the interesting part about this is, I totally understand making the game safer for the kids to play, for those people at an amateur level. So the first question that comes with that, in your mind, Dan, based on the uh, research that we've seen and and based, based on other competitions, right? We've had the RFU and Rugby Australia and all the other uh, rugby unions make changes to their laws on this. Do you believe, does the research show that making the tackle point lower creates less concussions? It's a really interesting question, Jimmy. Uh, And speaking to people yesterday, coaches, uh, administrators around the game and some researchers as well, uh, 
the jury seems a little bit still out on exactly how that works. Anecdotally, we've got coaches like Anthony Seabold and Jason Demetrio arguing that, and we can see it ourselves when uh, yeah, when we see tacklers uh, going lower. If the technique's not right, they're putting they're putting themselves at risk of uh, a head being hit by a hip or a knee, and we've all seen examples of that. Yep. So there is some research to say that yes, uh, up. Upright tackles that are more encouraged by the higher tackle point, that there is more, uh, I guess, more incidences of concussion. But anecdotally, and I guess the arguments being pushed, put forward by coaches and people on the front line is if you lower this, the tackle height without, in, without improving people's techniques, you can open up the other side of things where tacklers are really putting their heads in places that as we know, the word that the old saying that putting your head where it shouldn't be. Yeah. And that's what people speaking to people yesterday around the game, that was the argument that was put forward was this is an interesting thing and we need to it's certainly worth looking at, but it was the preference was really to look at improving and encouraging uh tackling schools were suggested and that is one of the uh one of the recommendations over in the uk as well actually with when someone gets charged for a poor tackle they'll, they'll actually get sent off to tackling school as well and be encouraged to improve their technique which can't hurt right yeah. uh, it is through the game that uh, jason demetrio has been especially strong on yeah I can't help but think that the headmaster of tackling school is Trevor Gilmeister. But anyway, that's just that's just in my mind. Um, so the other part about it is this. So we, we see what happens uh, and we will see over the next 12 months what happens at an amateur level. And then the next step is taking it into the professional level. Here's the other one I'll throw at you, Dan. The professional level is highly trained professionals, as the name suggests. They do a lot more tackling and a lot more running and a lot more contact than anyone else from an amateur league down. So they are better placed, you would think, to be able to handle this. And part of the attraction of the professional game is the element of risk associated. We've got all these other protocols around concussion. Do you think this could be potentially an overreach based on the response that you're going to get from died-in-the-wall rugby league fans? Uh, again, it's a great point, and it was one that was reinforced, uh, Anthony Seabold especially, uh, and he's in a unique position because he obviously had his position on Eddie Jones' staff, and yep. so he, the changes come through in rugby uh, while he was in the UK, and he, he pointed to that and said that was an absolute overreach because they went as far as they had a belly button rule, and it was you had to tackle around the waist. And he said what he saw there was that absolute overreach and it took away from the fabric of the game. So yeah. his bit is what he stressed was you've got to look, you've got to consider everything and you've got to take on board the safety elements of it. Absolutely. But you can't take away from the fabric of the game. And so that was kind of the, and to me, this is what needs to be kept in mind the whole way through these sort of changes. Absolutely keep an eye on it. And rugby is a great point because we're seeing that being brought in from February next year. They'll be trialling, I think they're using the sternum is their rule. Yep. And so trialling that at all levels below super rugby in Australia. And that falls into line with competitions in New Zealand, South Africa, Ireland, all around the professional rugby world. But yeah, it is absolutely uh, a consideration that, yeah, you can't take away from make, what makes rugby league great. Here's the other point. 
that I'll, I'll I'll hit you with, Dan. So one of the issues that we have at the moment is the grey that that where it's up to the the referees to make their own decisions on this, guided by the law books, obviously. But there is that that area of grey. And I look, looked at the explanatory video that we had last night from the RFL, and I'm looking at a couple of the tackles that they deemed illegal and was in the women's game. And they said I, I looked at the contact point, which was arms. The arms then were lifted, so the contact point then looked above the armpit, and they said that's an illegal tackle. And I looked at that and thought. Oh, no, I feel for the officials in this one. That's another concern coming out of it as well, Dan. Absolutely. Uh, anyone who is able to watch the and I encourage your listeners to go and track down the video on we've got on the Sydney Morning World, Sydney Morning Herald website. It's on the RFL website. Uh, to me, clear as mud. But the consideration <laughs> at amateur level is who your referees are at that point as well because you have a lot of... You know, it is where young referees cut their teeth. It's where yep. they come through. So it's it's one of the things that really needs to be considered in terms of how you're going to enforce these laws. And, yeah, basically, for from a referee's perspective, um, there is a little – there is a bit of a sense of, geez, good luck sometimes. Yeah, and I think that needs to be important too, the, the, the recognition between the difference between – the game at the elite level and the pathways to the elite level and then the game at the amateur level and making that as as safe for people as possible. Really interesting article, Dan. We're in an interesting space as well. Appreciate your time today, mate. Thank you very much. As you say, if you want to have a look at that video, check it out, smh.com.au. Thanks very much, Jimmy. Good on you.